3: Salutations ladies and gentlemen Welcome back to Pod Is War Pod is War is brought to you by the good folks At Chair Radio Network in conjunction with
4: the Chairshot.com.
5: Always Use your head
3: and use your heads, you shall. We ask, we implore, we insist upon you by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. If you appreciate the content we provide here at the chair shot day in and day out, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content is on the PBS side of the game because we depend on listeners like you. Going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. And as a matter of fact, there is actually. A promo code this week. This is appreciation week. So if you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, you pick up Jesus did the job, save tag team wrestling, hashtag journalism, the Corona chair shot logo, a l- bunch of other cool designs. But whatever shirt you like, and I know you're going to find one you like, I guarantee it. When you get done, you get to the checkout screen, you type in the promo code thank you because we thank you and we appreciate you, and apparently so does Pro wrestling Tees, and you will get. What is it? What, 15, 20% off? You're going to get something off. So the shirt's not going to cost what it normally costs by going to ProResenties.com forward slash shot and picking up an official ChairShot t-shirt. And you're going to save 20% with the promo code THANK YOU because we thank you. You're welcome, please. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by Andrew Belaz and the commissioner, P.C. Tunney. Gentlemen. Howdy oh well that's high energy in it
2: <clears throat> hi chris how are you doing today
3: i am doing fantastically well and only getting better mr tunny how are you sir
2: fair to midland fair to midland why don't let's let's let's, let's uh let's break the news and bring them in
3: yes sir ladies and gentlemen don't mind if we do from the Outsider's Edge, from Three Man Weave, and all over the chair shot airwaves and website. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and show your love for the one, the only. I want you to meet the baddest motherfucker in town. Right on, right on. Mr. Ray Cash. I'm so, I'm so pretty. I'll beat him and I'll beat him. I
5: look like a butterfly, sting like a bit no. Okay. I'm done.
3: Should have kept going, man. That was great.
5: Oh, I didn't y'all wouldn't give y'all was no selling me, so I thought this shit sounded whack.
3: Did did you not hear the applause that you stepped on? You know what I mean? Like the <laughs> point. The champ is here. All right, this is my, shit, my shit right here. My
2: the my champ head. is here. This
3: shit
5: So, uh, again, happy to be on. Uh, It's been a long-ass day, and I'm about about to have the same amount of energy as Andrew's intro. But I can tell it's going to be a hell of a night because you called him by his real name. So it's going to be a hell of a night. No! (laughs) I
4: think he just likes to keep it, you know, fresh and mix it up once in a while. Never know what you're going to say. Good point.
5: Thank you for having me.
3: Hey, thank you for coming on. The pleasure's ours, Ray. The pleasure's ours. Real quick before we get started, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the fact that Andrew's Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing in the Super Bowl this weekend. And I just noticed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers helmet that you have in the background. This isn't the new school. This the one that had Captain Morgan with the knife in his mouth and the blood dripping from the mouth. The old school. Buckle
4: bucket. Bruce. Hey. Buckle Bruce. <laughs> Buckle Bruce. That's his name. That was the the mascot's name. Yes.
3: Buckle Bruce. What Bruce yeah. Camp? Bruce Pritchard.
4: I, you know, I don't know. Maybe Bruce Pritchard should have done that instead of Brother Love. Could you imagine him coming out looking like Jack Sparrow with a knife in his mouth?
5: Well, they, they already had Skinner, so they could, he couldn't have.
4: Skinner. Skinner was like Australian, though, right? Yeah, but he
5: still carried the, the dagger in his mouth. Shout out to Steve Kern.
4: Sure, but he, that was more the Crocodile Dundee side of the game right there, though. Not a buccaneer. Because <laughs> you know, he has a nice uh, the ornate flamboyant hat and the nice pirate kind of outfit. It, it could have worked. It could have worked.
3: Oh, so you want Paul Burchill?
4: You know... Who, who doesn't love Paul Burchill?
3: Minus the incest, but
4: yeah,
3: <laughs> he was definitely smashing his sister. I'm
5: killing <laughs> nobody.
4: <laughs> I, I was like, Katie Lee, cute, so like, I, I can't really argue that. So
3: yeah, <laughs> you, you you sick fuck. Hey, hey uh, Ken Shamrock honey, did the same thing. That was what
4: was inferred the time. with the, uh, that whole storyline. I just want to make sure.
5: Him. No, go ahead, Ray. I just want to make sure that we save that bit of audio where Andrew's like, Well, I can't blame him. I want to
4: make sure we save that about the I incest. But that's salt the new cool the thing on Pornhub anyway. It's fine. I butt Did chug you? salt water all the time. No, not that. The incest I'd thing. I butt chug salt water all the time. How many times have you heard the whole, oh, stepbrother, I'd what are you doing? I butt chug salt water all like, the time. <laughs> uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right.
1: And when you punch <laughs> us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up.
4: And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. I butt chug salt water all the time. Oh, I-, I thought you were just describing rough sex, your incest fantasy right there. but oh, kneecaps. No, so <laughs> <laughs> I I,
3: I blame you all for this Andrew and Tony I blame y'all for that shit and like I understand it's pornography and you gotta kind of up, you gotta continue to up the ante it's the same reason why wrestlers jump through flaming tables and stab themselves in the heart and shit like that I understand you have to keep up in the ante but
4: god damn
3: come it's on man that's just people? weird
4: white people didn't start that if anything I it figure. was Japan it was Japan if you've, if you've consumed any Japanese media outside of wrestling, they have a very big little sister, big brother, Nissan, like Oni-chan kind of thing going on, and it's been a, yeah, that's that's a big thing in Japan, with the little yeah, sister yeah. having a thing the big brother. And knowing half the battle. TheChairShot.com, always use
5: your
2: head. Ladies and gentlemen, we are coming off the heels of the Royal Rumble, and we are well on our way on the road to WrestleMania. That's right, Ray. We're just going to keep going here. We're not even going to look backwards. It's like we're leaving Sodom and Gomorrah. No one needs to get turned into sulfur or salt on the way out. Here's what we're talking about. Edge is your winner. Bianca Belair is your winner. We got new women's tag team champions. Both of the men's world titles stay put. Gentlemen, your thoughts and reactions and your enjoyment level, as far as the Royal Rumble goes,
4: I was just proud that a lot of your your segue and your intro could have still been found on Pornhub, sodomy, <laughs> <I think. laughs> It's fantastic. So I yeah, love yeah, that yeah, it's just yeah, a good yeah, video. So yeah, thank you, Tony. Yeah.
5: <laughs> fantastic.
3: <laughs> this is a public service announcement for your own damn good. <laughs> if you find your siblings, your mother, your father. Attractive, seek professional help.
5: Do 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 do. Well, how far does go? Because you know I'm from the south, and I know I got some fourth cousins that, hey, I give them a look. Fourth?
4: Okay, maybe, but it's three five. and up. It yeah. Twice removed for, through marriage or some shit like that. There is no yeah. blood. You're cool. Hey, yeah, fuck you the wrestler.
5: Let's just talk about this all night. This <laughs> is more interesting. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the name of this episode is
2: incestry.com. <laughs> incestry.com. <laughs> <laughs>
4: hey, I bet you get
5: I bet you'll get somebody to buy a t-shirt then. <laughs> <That is true. laughs> or just I
4: think like, we we, people, we don't uh, kink don't. shame. That's kind of what we do. <laughs> it's a family. It's hey, a hey. family
2: full of Olympic swimmers. They all have webbed <laughs> they all have webbed toes. <laughs> we
5: we here at TheChairShot.com and Potters War, as I, I'm speaking for Potters War, are sex positive. We appreciate all kinks. Uh, let's talk about the Royal Rumble. No, please.
3: that's a bridge too far, man. No, no, I, I appreciate it. that. Like, we
4: don't, we don't kink shame here. Let's we, we will make fun of you I and shame it. you for everything else. Because uh, trust me, that's easy. But we don't
3: TheChairShot.com. <laughs> Always use your head.
2: So, Bianca Belair, Women's Royal Rumble winner. I personally enjoyed that match the most out of anything that happened Sunday during the Royal Rumble. Anybody have thoughts on wrestling at the Royal Rumble?
5: Nope. So, anyway, what are you saying?
2: Anyway? Man, I'm going go to be disconnecting the reverend in the head 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 about head two head seconds. Head we're talking about porn hubbage. Like You're that. going to get bounced <laughs> out, out of the pot as war like the Ravens got bounced out of the playoffs. Oh, oh really?
5: Really? But it's not gonna change the fact that I'm gonna go right back to what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we can talk wrestling. That's fine.
3: The, the, it's like uh, at the at the Academy Awards when the uh, the the person that wins the award starts talking too long, and then they just play <laughs> wrapping up music. Yeah, that's that's study right
5: now. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, okay. All jokes aside, the, I think the Rumble was a ten out of ten. I think they're it out the Park. Um, I don't think there was a bad match on the card. I don't think there was a slow moment on of the night. I think, you know, there was a break between Bianca winning to uh, the Roman match, but I think that was necessary because it was a very emotional high. Um, but, uh, God, the, the every match delivered. Um, the men's rumble was a little clunky uh, for a second, but I think it was still good. But that women's rumble, Bianca Belair winning, You know, I know there's a lot of rhetoric about making stars, and that's a lot of that is bullshit. But you saw a legitimate star made and ascend to a level that I think she was always going to get to. Um, I mean, like, because like Complex was shouting her out, Hot 97 was shouting her out, like, every major medium with um, some relevance in the black community big upped Bianca over the past few days. And that's, I think that's a big deal um of course you know my tribal chief your tribal chief our tribal chief committed vehicular homicide um and retained his championship uh yeah I mean, it was it was it was it was a really good show i'm looking forward to continuing this bullshit rhetoric about who how's wwe makes stars or if they can and about how fucking old a person is and winning a fucking show cuz like of all the wonderful shit that happened on Sunday night, that's what the fuck we're talking about coming out of it on Twitter and amongst the IWC. And another reason why I'd rather talk about fucking Pornhub than fucking IWC bullshit. Cause it is, it is maddening that that is the rhetoric, but you like, could, you could just talk, it. you could
2: just talk about the Royal Rumble though, instead of talking about the idiots or talking about porn.
5: I just did. I gave him thirty seconds and talked about the rumble for two minutes. You want me to, what you want me to do?
4: So I, I mean, mean there's the idiots do kinda hurt it when that's kind of our our bubble, as I know Chris likes to put it, since We may not be the most hardcore minded of fans, but we're still in the IWC. We're still on Twitter. We still see it all the damn time. And people find one damn way to dissect and to take away from what WWE accomplished between the Peacock thing last week and the feel good story with Edge and Bianca and Rhea being the last two, which that's future right there because they're both young, you know, young women, you know, up and coming. And people love Rhea because last year was her year. This looks like it's going to start to be Bianca's year, and everybody's wanted her to kind of, you know, ascend up a little bit, and it looks like she finally has. And they just, they find a different way to do it. But the funniest part is we did have a little bit of a, a reference with when Chris brought up the Buccaneers thing. You look at football, football's getting old as fuck, too. Like, no one's going to go here and be like, nah, see, Tom Brady's only been to 18% of the Super Bowls in Super Bowl history, but that's only because he played till he was 57 or whatever. But, like, he's fucking old, but he's still playing at a high level. You know, LeBron gets the same kind of shit where he's played for, what, almost 20 years now. And people are like, well, you see, Jordan retired when he was like 35 and took years off, and here that. It's a different game. And you could say the same thing about wrestling and the same thing about Edge when Edge missed 10 damn years of his career because of everything that was wrong with him and spinal stenosis and God knows what the fuck else was wrong. So he's technically got 10 less years of bumps on his card than a normal person his age. So you you got to just kind of – everything everything is its own story. You can't look at it from black and white just you know here's a number here's this here's that and this is why no it's everything has a story everything can be looked at in a different way and people are just gonna find different ways to hate on it and it's bullshit because WWE hasn't done anything wrong really lately like every, all the lead up to Rumble was great except for Goldberg's promo that was fucking awkward but the match turned out to be okay because it was a Goldberg match it was a slugfest the right person went over Reigns and Owens was a really good match with a shitty finish but you know that that can only go so far on how much you would talk shit about it. Oh my god, they fucked around with some handcuffs. It's live television. It's live entertainment. Shit fucks up all the time. Could he have audible better? Yes, who gives a fuck though? It doesn't take away from the fact that 97% of the match was really good. The finish just sucked. I like the men's rumble a bit more than the women's rumble because it always gets weird. Like when you get certain returning stars like Tori Wilson and a couple others, it's like eh, it got a little clunky. That got more clunky to me than the Men's Rumble. But Billy Kay's wonderful. You know, Bianca going over was awesome, and then everything else. I mean, it was it was a good show. It was a really fucking good show. And I'm supposed to be the one that likes to be the uh, the WWE hater or you know talk shit, but not like they haven't done anything wrong recently. And Rumble was really fucking good. I
3: mean, Hogan didn't really get Hulkamania popping until he was in his 30s. Steve Austin didn't become Steve Austin until really the twilight of his career. Rock, Goldberg, and you could throw Cena in there. They're the outliers, so miss me with that bullshit. Uh, now, getting, doubling back to the Rumble, number one, congratulations to Bianca Belair. There's nothing about her that doesn't say star. Everybody keeps talking about stars. She's a star. I mean she's attractive she's charismatic she's super athletic she has a gimmick because you know you got to have a gimmick in wwe the the pony break got to have a gimmick The pony raid and her post-match win that interview that she did that was phenomenal she was emotional she started crying that's how somebody would react when they win the super bowl or that's how lebron reacted when he brought a final a title to cleveland like those are how athletes react and I don't get, you know, not to bring that Mellon Farmer up, but Dave Meltzer, I don't know what he, the crawl that he has up his Ooh. ass concerning Bianca Belair because he's always got some bullshit to say trying to knock her down. I don't understand Ooh. it at all. And if, if you agree with me, make sure y'all go to com forward slash the chair shot, pick up the hashtag journalism shirt with the promo code thank you. You save 20% on it and we can rally against those uh, IWC quote unquote journalists. Okay. Are you talking um, about? Moving right along. Absolutely nobody. So moving right, right along, makes sense. Goldberg and Drew. It was exactly what it needed to be. It was wham, bam, thank you, officer, and the right guy went over. Sasha and Carmella was a really fun match. I don't think it was as good as the last time they wrestled, but it was still pretty fun. We talked about the women's rumble. It was great. Came down to Rhea and and Bianca, as you all stated. Yeah, the future. Point blank. Period. Without question really enjoyed the Kevin Owens Roman Reigns match I actually had to go back and watch it because I missed the handcuff spot and okay yeah that was a bad look alright they fucked up shit happens it's live TV shit happens but you know that shouldn't take away from the match it was a damn good match and the men's rumble <laughs> goddamn edge man you know <laughs> I should have known when he cut that fire ass promo yep. the raw right before mania because one thing that I've, I've picked up on with wwe is that they tell you exactly what's about to happen if you're paying attention so i should have known right then and there that yep. he was going to win this now i i thought they were going to con- conclude the uh, trilogy with randy Orton at many. i thought that perhaps that was where they were going as opposed to just throwing it away on on a, a random raw with no build with a okay match but They've got other plans in the works. If we're to believe, and I think it's true, that he's going to be challenging Roman Reigns, well, they had to go ahead and move him over to SmackDown and wrap up that loose end. So I understand why they did it. I I, I probably would have done it next week with a little bit of build to maybe try to pop a rating, but I get it. They got some other shit going on, and they're trying to get to where they're getting. But overall, yeah, this was a, a fantastic show. Were these the best rumbles in the history of rumbles? No. But at the end of the night, I was thoroughly sports-entertained.
2: To add to your point, Bianca Belair's special was on right before the Royal Rumble as well. So just to just to kind of throw that out there, uh, who would have thought, hey? But one big thing I wanted to touch on quickly is if you want to criticize something, which I don't even know if it's a criticism because a lot of things are going on, we missed the elimination of Bailey by Bianca Belair, which was probably the most important probably the second most important elimination in the entire match considering Bianca would go on to win instead we were watching Shayna eliminate Tori Wilson you guys remember seeing that
5: yeah and, and I have it's an annoyance but number one the camera work in WWE is atrocious number one we know that we accept that but number two I think that's kind of a necessary evil if you will because so fucking much happens in those rumbles It is impossible for them to catch everything unless they time it and say, okay, specifically at this point, nobody else do shit but this. Like they do with the entrances. And it just happened. But luckily, just like with Edge, his first spear back against Dolph Ziggler last year, we missed that, right? Showing the crowd. But at least on the live feed, as it was happening live, they went back to it and showed it. So at least it wasn't like kind of... On to the wayside, like it wasn't a big deal. They did fo- go back and focus on it, and speak about it because you're right. Bailey and Bailey and, and um, Bianca were the two main people the Rumble was built around.
4: Yeah, I wouldn't be it, surprised I- if that gets some post-production, and then if you check out the Rumble in a week or so, you know, on the network or Peacock or whatever, suddenly they'll have the correct elimination as you know what they're showing and focusing on and
3: you know uh, yeah i think that was that was obviously a huge botch because that was very important especially considering the feud going into the rumble and we still have two pay-per-views before we get to mania so i could see a scenario where bianca puts her position on the line versus bell i i'm just saying between the two pay-per-views between mania i could see those two wrestling a match at one of those events and yeah that was a bad look but players fuck up too like if that's all you got to say coming out of this show, where every match delivered, kill yourself.
5: You you want a hot take? Can I give you a hot take? I I think most of us screw you,
3: bro. I, I can't, I can't.
5: <laughs> I uh you know most of us believe that uh, Bianca is gonna be Bianca versus Sasha, right? Yes. Hit that button for me one more time.
3: Is my last
5: word no? Bailey gonna sneak into that match. It's gonna be a triple threat.
4: No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, though. That that's a good hot take. It makes sense. It gives Bailey something to do. It's not like it's we haven't seen triple threats for women's division titles for the last what every couple, what three or four times in the last five or six years. So
5: and. And it, it lessens the pressure of Bianca in that first-time moment because she's still so new, that she has two of the best ever, I don't want to say to hold her hand, but to anchor her mm-hmm. and let her still
4: shine. I, I just think it makes all the sense in the world. That could help her shine, too, if they know how to direct the match correctly and call it.
3: So And, and of course, they do because, like Ray said, they are two of the best. And, I mean, let's be real. We all love Bianca, but she's still a little green in the ring she's still trying to kind of figure it out on in that aspect so <laughs> it you know that's not the worst thing to have you know two of the best women of all time in there holding her hand and making her look like a million bucks plus what else do you do with bailey bailey what else do you do with bailey at mania unless you throw her in the uh what's it called uh mr Tunney? the andre the giant uh,
2: rumble
5: well, I yeah, can tell you what we call it. That's, one, not how
3: you, that's not how you say it. There today. isn't a
5: women's one. Though. I don't have one for the women's one. I, we got one. We, we call it the Ovary Trophy Battle Royal.
4: Because uh, it's are yeah. oh. like Overy's. Was it there does. a women's? Is there a women's Battle Royal at the Mania? Yeah, remember it was going to be called the, uh, it oh, was going to be the Fabulous Moolah Memorial When's one, but time? then Did they, they Did the that men's whole last issue? year? Were they gonna name a men's rumble after Fabulous Moolah? Because
2: fuck, I missed that one, buddy. <laughs> no, I said, did they? I said, did they do the men's? Did they do the men's rumble last year?
5: No. I no, mean, you well, must he, no. It's a rumble. He's saying because you call it rumbles, it's the Battle Royal. I think is what, same. honey. That's what you harping on. No, no, no. I'm
3: just no, no. I'm not. Did they?
5: Do they did it? the
4: Royal. They they did the Andre the Giant, and I think they did the Overy Trophy one both on the pre-show. Oh,
3: okay. No, not. Oh, maybe so. I didn't watch the pre-show. I just
4: saw. Or yeah. oh wait, no, that might have been two years ago because COVID. I don't know. It's COVID. It's weird.
5: They didn't do either last year in twenty in oh. in uh, thirty six.
4: Because oh. it was COVID year. Oh. Come on, you stop it. They couldn't get thirty people in the oh. in the building at that time, or they would have gotten fired or sued. Well, the, or well, exploded. that's very true.
2: Yeah, that's very well, true. Well, maybe that's the best true. thing that comes from COVID—that we don't have to do those stupid fucking battle royals anymore.
4: Yes, but you had a special name for it, which is what t- which is what Platt was trying to get you to say, and now you're just buying time to try to remember what the fuck you used to call it. <laughs> oh no, I know what it's
2: called. I know what it's called. I knew what it's called. It's the Andre the Royal Giant
5: Memorial Battle Rumble.
4: There we go. Thank you. <laughs>
5: and and for the record, Platt, you could you could feed her Bailey if Bailey. I'm not. You could feed her Becky if Becky comes back and makes her makes her uh, re-debut. You could feed her. Bailey, that could be a nice match to kind of Bailey. If Bailey doesn't have a spot, Bailey bitches about it, going up to it or to the show, and the night of the show she comes out and she's like, "I've worked too damn hard. This was my year. You're not gonna freeze me out of WrestleMania. Open challenge, anybody." And then Becky comes out. It's a Big moment. I
4: think I think Rhea's gonna be Becky's after Rhea gets through Charlotte eventually, because well, Charlotte's after- still that. No, she's going to go after Asuka, but she also has to prove herself against Charlotte because Charlotte had her number all last year. So Charlotte's kind of her bar at the moment. And then after she gets through that, I could definitely see the storyline play out where Rhea thinks she's the badass, she's the nightmare, whatever the fuck they want to call her, and then the man has to put her in check.
5: I'm cool with that, but they're both babies, but I'm cool with that. Becky won't be back till the Royal Rumble next year.
4: That's a hot take. I think. What did you just say? I missed it.
2: Becky won't be back until next year's Royal Rumble.
4: That's plausible. Yeah, because the kid would be about a year old at that point. So yeah,
2: yeah, that that puts her like the people that thought she was showing up this year at the Royal Rumble. I don't know. That wasn't me. I'm not really sure. (laughs) I'm not really sure what kind of you know. extraterrestrial crack you're putting in your pipe these days, but the women just had a baby like six
3: weeks before that happened. Oh, blow me. I threw it out there as a potential dark horse. I didn't think it was (laughs) (laughs) out there.
4: that's also why, for the Becky thing, I was e. G. throwing G. out G. the Rhea crack. story because just like Ray said, she has to get through. She wants to go through Asuka. Maybe she doesn't beat her. Has to do the Charlotte thing. That'll take us at least to like SummerSlam or Survivor Series, mm, I, and that would be around the
2: earliest I would see Becky. So those those tag belts came off of Charlotte and Asuka, so that Charlotte can take that belt from Asuka at the next pay per view, and Rhea can
4: challenge Charlotte at WrestleMania.
5: Mm-hmm which I don't is, agree with that, but okay. I mean, I, I that there's that. Good,
4: there is a good parallel there. I do like the way that story plays out, because like I said, Charlotte is Rhea's bar that she can't get past at the moment. So that that would be a cool proving point. I just don't like how quick it is. But yeah. I, I like the I like it conceptually. I just don't like the quick turnaround. And I, I think Asuka
3: gets her win back this year at Mania versus Charlotte.
4: I think
2: Asuka is doing something completely insignificant by WrestleMania.
5: I I think since we're doing since we're playing the I think game, I think <laughs> that Vince realizes that he's under pushed her at these spots too long enough, or somebody's going to say something. And I think as Oscar versus Rhea, and I don't know if Charlotte's going to have something to do with Lacey or not because clearly that's what her focus is going to be for the next month or so. But Charlotte will be, do- will be doing something else for well, WrestleMania, I- marquee, but something else.
2: I, the- Charlotte will be fighting for the women's championship at Wrestlemania whether she has it or not but do you think that Vince is going to be the one calling the shots Vince hasn't been around since his brother passed Vince was
5: not well, at Vince the Royal hasn't Rumble been there just because he's not there don't mean he's not
2: running the, show, running the show I said he hasn't been around not being at the Royal Rumble is not being around
5: that's not true because Vince will book from his house Vince will book from the car Vince that's will book fine but lane. he's not
2: around That's true. he's not there he's not around
3: that doesn't mean they're gonna do something that the old man's not gonna give the okay to.
5: He'll he, uh, people. He fires on a regular basis. I don't mean shit. He fired. He fired George. Uh, the deal, the thing
2: is, though, things is, that that they,
5: they made the most money in ever, see, and he fired them the most money they ever made.
2: The thing about Vince not being around is things aren't getting rewritten throughout the entire day. Things are getting prepared throughout the entire day. And you look at the ratings are up now and people are saying they're enjoying the shows more so maybe not the consistent second guessing is the problem that vince is having over the last four to five months when everybody's been complaining about how bad raw has been
3: well y'all know the problem i think vince is having i'm not going to rehash that here okay yeah, I mean, so the 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 fact of the matter is, it was a very enjoyable rumble. If you didn't like it, you just don't why you just don't like wrestling, and maybe you should go. What I don't know what you're gonna do. Go play with Pikachu, or go throw some pong cards, or whatever the fuck. I don't care what you do. Just stay out of wrestling because we don't throw
4: want to. We don't What? Need what you. was that? Like? What? I think you meant. pong? Take Pug? the
2: take the n Pug? out of there. Take the n out.
4: What the fuck is a pong pog card? Because they were bottle caps.
2: I think, he, I think he meant pog, not pong.
4: But those were bottle caps, yeah. and they haven't been relevant since the nineties. He could have been <laughs> shut 90s. up. I'm segwaying <laughs> to the nineties. We're segwaying the to the nineties. Bottom line: Bandwagon is... Nerds has a nineties project coming up, motherfucker. Not Pot is War. You fucking stop that.
5: <laughs> and you can catch Bandwagon Nerds every Monday on thecheshot.com.
4: And she you can catch these three lick my
5: <laughs>
3: tape because they're pissing me off right now. I don't think that's true. The fact of the matter is, at the end of the night, Sunday, the Royal Rumble, the rated R superstar had his hand raised as he went bell to bell, the number one entrant in the Royal Rumble, and ended up winning the Royal Rumble, which leads us into a very interesting topic, too.
4: I hate
2: you. I hate you. I hate your hat, I hate your t-shirts, I hate your wristbands, I hate your shoes, I hate your music, I hate the C-Nation, I hate everything that you stand for. It is no coincidence that Edge continues to cut fire promos such as the one he did on John Cena back in the day. Ray, you brought it up already. People are upset about him being a part-timer or being old, but honestly, I would say to that, Who's the only part-timer that is actually going to come back and be full-time for WrestleMania season? Because as we sit here, Edge is going to be on NXT tonight. Which brings me to the point I wanted to make and ask you guys this question, which I brought up in the chat. I was on Twitter today, and I put up a poll. I said, who do you want to see Edge face? Because he's going to NXT, I put Finn Balor on there ed uh roman reigns drew mcintyre or other and somebody playfully you know tweeted back other i don't understand is can he challenge someone from another company you know lol and we had a little fun play back and forth but my question is what if and it's a big what if it's a big suspension of disbelief edge could really challenge any champion in the entire world of professional wrestling he wanted to now, what would that mean for the fans? What would each matchup look like? What would you be most intrigued to see? And and how, how interested are you in that concept? Andrew, I know you had an initial knee-jerk reaction, and I've been waiting all day for it since you texted me almost immediately back after I asked this insane question. So why don't you go ahead and give that reaction while Ray thinks about his answer to that question.
4: Sure. My reaction. Why? Like, what? why would he want to face anybody else I, what what does that do for him no no I, no no here here's here's where I'm going with the reaction is that there is nobody else that would work better with edge being in that WWE style for as long as he has, and with the most exposure. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and go, Kota Ibushi! Because that's gonna be a fucking trash match. Kota Ibushi's gonna want to get dropped on his neck, Edge doesn't have a neck to get dropped on, and then it's gonna be awkward as shit. Nobody wants to see a Kenny Omega match, because it's the same fucking thing, and it's the same concept as Ibushi, where it's gonna be a lot of flair, a lot of flip, and a lot of, a lot of knee strikes, because V triggers for 24-7, because that's all fucking Omega does, and we know when he's not Fucking playing Kenny Olivier with his hands, and you know what the fuck are you gonna do there, Rich Swan? Would you have paid to see Edge versus Rich Swan on 205 Live? No. <laughs> like so, where else do we go with this? So here's the thing, though. No, no, no. Here's my point: is that I just don't see a reason that Edge would even want to play with that concept because there is no, no league equal for dream matches or whatever that he would want to challenge for if he was already champion and accepting all challengers then i think we could play in this dream match bubble a little bit better but if he's got the if he's got the contract why would you go outside of wwe
2: so much like the question i asked which related specifically to inside of wwe other is an option whereas you could say boy I would really love to have this person as champion in this company and have Edge face them. You know what I'm saying? It's more of like just kind of dream matchups for Edge because he even went out there so much to have an interview and talk about all the different people he wants to work with. Like okay. the, the, the matchup he had with AJ and Seth Rollins in the Rumble, he's like, these matches need to happen. He goes, I feel like I'm young in my career, like, again, and there's all these great people that I haven't worked with yet. So that's what makes me feel like Edge is going to be around all the time for as long as he's going to be around. So let me re ask the question then and make it a little better for you. Who are dream matchups outside of the WWE for a guy like Edge then? If you were a fan and you wanted to see that happen. Is that better? As the as uh, another no, company's champion. I like because I put it to you this way, Jay Lethal just re signed with ROH. Could you imagine mm-hmm. Edge and Jay Lethal having a matchup for a world championship?
4: I, yeah, it'd be okay. I mean, like, Lethal wow. slowed No, lethal slowed down a lot the last couple of years when I was watching ROH, and wow. he, he's not where he used to be. Obviously, Okada'd be good, but honest, you know, if, if I could make anybody a champion to face him or to him challenge, Moose, because th- there's a good story there because it's a battle of two different spears. Moose is big. Moose has really proven himself over the last couple months. I know Chris was high on him years ago, but I just, he just was too green and I just couldn't get behind him. But the last about six months or so, he's figured it out. And I think that would be a lot of fun. Edge versus Moose for, you know, dueling spears and a little bit of a size discrepancy clash of styles. It'd be fun. Okay. So
3: just real quick, yeah, Ray, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. want to interject real quick so I can shit on what Andrew said. And then I, I see the floor to you. <clears throat> so number one, outside of WWE abushi versus edge i find that very intriguing it, it, it's no secret nah. my love for coda i've declared it on these airways numerous times uh, and i promise it's i promise it's strictly I think platonic. It's blinding
4: you a little bit but continue it's,
3: it's strictly platonic okay the golden star is Black in your eyes blue, buddy you might want to wear some shades night blinded by, oh, sorry mm-hmm. whatever omega and edge that's interesting. No, no, hear me out.
4: That's interesting Sorry, because. I threw up in my you- mouth a little bit.
3: Shut up. <laughs> you could play the whole young lion versus old lion, old head versus the young guy. They're both from Kanata. Who's you, young? You know, they- Shut he's up, like
4: 37. I'm- Be quiet. Who's your age? I'm- she ain't young. Shut up. <laughs>
3: you you could play the whole oh I looked up to you when I was a kid and you're the reason I got into the industry car with Omega and Edge yada 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 obviously I think that Roman Reigns is the best matchup and the most marquee matchup out there for Edge but I did want to throw another name out here that I think would be kind of intriguing Jacob Fatu MLW world champion I absolutely love Jacob Fatu and for my money he is the he's the one wrestler that's not in the majors when I say majors the E Mm
0: -hmm.
3: um, uh, AEW New Japan he's the one guy out there that's not in one of those companies currently that has the most potential star power and I I think that a program and a match with them could be very interesting but obviously Roman is the money match now Mr. Cash I see the floor to you sir
5: so uh, I have forgive my shame of consciousness number one, uh, Tony, that was one world champion within WWE, WWE you didn't mention. Falter. That'd be yeah. a hell of a match. <clears throat> that's fine, but I...
2: There's no way in hell he's challenging for the NXT UK match, but I agree that that's probably one of the better matchups outside of the, you know, the three Raw, yeah. SmackDown, and, and yeah,
5: I agree. Secondly, um, I want to point out to those of to those bitching about Edge's age or whatever the situation is, all that shit is is the nuance matters, right? Andrew mentioned that your boy was out for ten years and has ten less years on his bump cart. When he retired, when he had when he was forced to retire, he wasn't gonna retire. He was still planning to keep keep going. So like we would have gotten three, four, five, six, however many more years of Edge. Had he literally not had such a bad neck injury, he couldn't literally fall in the shower without risk of paralysis, right? Uh, um, so, yeah, nuance matters. To answer your question in terms of a wide scope outside of WWE, um, I think him versus John Moxley would be fun. I think that'd be a fun match. Um, but I think the best match, and this isn't me trying to be biased or trying to toot my own horn or, or big up my guy. But the best heel in the business is Jay White. And what Jay White could get out of Edge, the the fire that he could get out of Edge. The, he, the way we felt about Edge when Seth Rollins threatened to break his neck and kill him is what Jay White could do to him on a regular basis. And I think if we're talking about building a match, yeah, spear versus spear is always fun. It's old and gets antiquated, but it's fun. So the moose match I I get moose, moose is bigger, Moose is way extremely agile for a man that big. I get you. Yeah, that's cool. But in terms of like building a match from a psychology standpoint, in ring and in the actual building of the feud, I think Jay White is the perfect foil for a guy like Edge, grizzled, old grizzled old vet, word to Zach Gibson. Um with the grit. And, you know, I'm out here proving that I still got it. And, you know, I don't, I have to make, I have to test myself because I'm not sure if if I can do this anymore. And Jay is the perfect guy to take that, flip it, and not only look great in the process, but make Edge look better than what he already looked like.
4: You put that really well. It's it's hard to argue. I think the only other person in New Japan, at least, that does psychology better is Tanahashi. So. That, that, time that
5: has been doing be... it for tw- 15 plus 20 years. Oh, no, I
4: agree, because I mean, we brought it up when the J rumors started a couple weeks ago, that J Jay, Jay wrestles like Triple H, and J wrestles very WWE, so he's all good at the the Randy Orton pace for the nod to uh, Greg DeMarco's Chair Shot Radio name, and uh, it's, it's, it's good, and it works perfectly with that methodical heel style, and I, I appreciate that, and that—that's a damn good, good choice, Ray. Speaking you,
2: speaking of Jay White, we'll be right back.
3: TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, Jay White will not be coming to WWE. Vince McMahon, have you ever heard of Jay White? Apparently the answer to that question is no. I would love to... No. I would love to start today's topic with our very good friend of show, very good friend of mine. I love working with them all across the board, sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. Mr. Ray Cash, what level of disappointment are you feeling and frustration that apparently Vince McMahon does not know who Jay White is? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you mad, you mad, Cameron meme. <laughs> You bad doggy. I got dirt on you, doggy. I'll be getting at you in a minute. <laughs> Aww,
4: put Andrew?
1: It in.
4: I'm good. I'm good.
0: let you peace. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. All right, there's, we a go. Tan,
3: there's a tan requirement in WWE, and quite frankly, I don't think raw chicken Jay Wright meets it, sir.
5: be fair, he is from New Zealand, so he got more of a tan than anybody.
3: Um, all right, y'all ready? <laughs>
5: Here we go, here we go. I plead the fifth and abstain my time. Oh, oh hell no, no. <sighs> yeah, no, no <laughs> we,
4: we don't do gunfights No, no, no. All right, so let's let no.
5: <laughs> so let's, let's let's be honest with each other. We're 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 family here, right? Let's be honest with each other. One, he didn't resign when he him to Japan. I truly believe he's still under contract and just played the game. Well played, to Jay number two I'm not disappointed that he's still in New Japan because he's other than Naito he's still my guy and he's still going to do great things I am a little disappointed because there's nothing left for him to do but get that money I ain't mad at it number three the only qualm I have with the entire situation is why in the fuck did you have to re the fucking night of the rumble you couldn't give me a date you couldn't give me, like, just some time in between. You had to troll me that hard that, like, literally as soon as the Rumble was over, I see your ass giving the Blade Runner to Ishii. Like, you couldn't give me a day, bro. We better than that. And, no, I'm not going to change my Twitter handle because this McMahon got to know who the hell Jay White is because when that contract is up, that blood money run long, baby. That peacock money run long, 700 mil a year domestic. Running long, Jay White will be in the WWE as soon as his contract is up. You can quote me on that.
4: We should because you know, uh, Jay White has been a big fan of doing the blue cap salute to bad takes on Twitter lately. So, <laughs> I you know, I think you should definitely put that as a quote tweet for uh, when you retweet this the show and see if Jay picks up on it and he gives you the blue cap salute or if he gives you some other kind of reaction because. That's uh, that's gonna be fun.
5: I'm mad. I'm not stupid.
4: <laughs> How is that stupid? That's still, you know, a- a- acknowledgement. It's exposure. It's good.
5: No, I don't. I don't. I don't need any negative reinforcement. No, I need. <laughs> I, need, I, need I need love. All right, as come a, on, come back. Great, as the late great modern philosopher James Todd Smith once said, I need love. Whoa, whoa, whoa! When
3: did LL die?
5: Oh, I just say late, huh? My oh, bad.
3: Hell, <laughs> shit.
5: James Todd Smith, my apologies to LL Cool J
3: and his family. I
5: mean, well, he died for a minute when Cannabis put out. I'm going to shut up. Never mind. <laughs> Jesus
3: <laughs> Christ, we just killed LL off tonight, man. Kayfabe is is uh,
4: Jesus it's Christ. Fine. Ladies love him. Not
3: It's fine. Don't worry about it. And round knockout
5: came out. LL Cool J was dead for about two days. Me keeping a buck. <laughs> But I'm getting too insider crap. Come um, on, man. The floor is yours. Go ahead and make fun of me. I'm I'm expecting it in, and welcome.
3: LL rose from the dead like the Undertaker tonight, Jack. Shout out to James Todd <laughs> Smith, man. Andrew, go ahead and get in here, man. You're obviously our, our resident New Japan expert, sir.
4: I mean, I I, I said it in pre. Pre-game before uh bandwagon nerds and we kind of talked about it here a few times we all thought it was a work i i don't know what his contract is because apparently as i was talking about the blue cap salute Meltzer tweeted out something about how oh yeah well he's got a seven-year contract Ooh. and that was two years ago stop it anyway i love
5: you for that tony Stop i really I do so
4: sean mooney who
3: meaning. shut the fuck
2: up darnell <laughs> mooney He's a wide receiver for the Bears. He's pretty good,
3: actually. Whoa, whoa. Did, did you say Darnell Mooney? Yeah. He did. That's hilarious.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure but that's his
3: name. What about Paul Mooney? Who?
2: Anyway.
3: Paul Lasseter? Oh, you, you you will not disrespect okay. the good goddamn name of Paul Mooney, man. He's a legend. He used to write for Richard Pryor. Come on, guy. No, we, we, there will be no Paul Mooney slander on these airwaves, sir. Well, Paul Mooney is a legend. Yeah, got to Yes, get him. yes. Go ahead. Why are you looking like Steve Jobs out there, Andrew? Go ahead and say what you got to say, man.
4: (laughs) I wasn't the one looking like Steve Jobs there. But anyway, um, no, I was just getting at the fact that White's been poking holes in a lot of false narratives. And it's fantastic because apparently whatever he told AEW to kind of shut them up to not go over there about still being under contract for seven years or whatever that Meltzer regurgitated he gave the Ooh. blue cap salute to that, uh, that's not true it was basically just what he told them to shut them the fuck up so you don't know and that that's kind of the beauty is that New Japan is not very forthcoming with what their contracts are but because Jay is a young lion he's from the dojo Like he, he's going to be taken care of a little more a little better than some of the other ones or some of the the people that just come in from the outside or some of the veterans that are on like every year, every two years. So I'm not, I'm not going to dog anybody because Jay's going to be perfect in WWE. If he does ever go, he's, he's going to fit a lot better than a Will Ospreay. He's going to fit a lot better than most people, but it's just one of those situations where I also feel like Jay's got a chip on his shoulder and he's, he's going to be like a new version of Sting in the fact, of the way that I think he enjoys making his own way and not needing the big machine to propel him to the top.
5: And hey, he's real, kind of real, quick, real quick, Chris. Go, ahead, go, real ahead, quick, go quick, ahead. Real quick, Chris. I just want to say this one thing The difference between Jay and Sting is he's achieved everything Sting wanted to achieve at 20 fucking seven. Well, I so mean, did Sting.
4: So of thing, speak, quite frankly. But the thing—the thing that can still motivate Jay is the fact that his first title reign is seen as Kenny Omega white boy filler arc, just like an anime, just like a TV show, and yeah. he has not actually defined himself as his own man, his own champion, his own as the switchblade. So can that. he, he I was just, you know, Kenny Omega stunt double, yeah. and he still needs to rise above that. And a really good run. A couple good runs at the top to establish himself. He could be one of the best Gaijins in New Japan and that might be good enough for him. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah. Or, good point.
2: or ten million over the next four might bring him to WWE, so there you go.
5: Come on, baby.
4: That, that's Let also assuming in. that's also assuming New Japan doesn't equal it or better.
5: Ten million New Japan's not giving the Mokada money, no matter how good he is. Neither is
4: never know ghetto they're doesn't guys. put ghetto doesn't align himself with nobody if you if, know what i mean if whoever controls That's the
2: checkbook right. at wwe wants jay white to be in wwe 10 million oh, over yeah, four 10 million over a no no against, to Platts against, point against 10 million against. over four years ain't shit okay
3: but that totally fucks up your pay scale because if you're paying jay white 10 million over four years how much you going to play pay roman reigns that fucks up your total pay scale but one thing that we have already to consider, getting way more than that Roman's making like 10 a year, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, but bro. there's one thing that we, we have to consider is that Jay White's not American. He's not from America. Uh-huh. Perhaps he doesn't even like America. Maybe
4: that's not his goal. He lives
3: here. You know what I mean? He lives in America.
4: But he's
5: not in Japan, he lives in America.
4: <laughs> yeah, he, he, he doesn't hate America. The, re- the reason and he got into wrestling was because of WWE. America,
3: <laughs> fuck yeah. He, I hate you all now except for Tony exactly. because he played that clip. Shout out to him he, he, he and
4: fun tickets off a radio show to go watch a WWE show, and that's what kind of inspired him to become a wrestler like in 2011 or 20 somewhere around there. I forget and, exactly.
5: And you say it's not American, ain't too many places closer to Western as America than
3: Oceania, like Australia and New, and New Zealand. So, oh, I yeah. Think- that's-
4: Okay, that's fair. Yeah, there's only white people in three continents.
3: It's here, Europe and Australia. That's it. So okay, fair enough. And that's
4: enough. only because y'all... England gave you know Australia all of the uh, the reject prisoners. The prisoners. So that's why yeah. only white in Australia hey, and New Zealand
3: <laughs> and killed all the dark skinned Aboriginals. But we ain't gonna go there. I'm still mad at y'all. <laughs> so all of y'all them. They're
4: people. still there. No, no. Yeah, it's like five of them.
3: You're stealing is the only
4: place where a bunch of people, a bunch of white guys can say they're all blacks, and it's okay. Because that's the name of their rugby team. (laughs)
5: That's that's, that's real. That's the real
3: thing.
4: (laughs) Fuck fuck
3: you, Ray. Fuck you, Andrew. No. Fuck you, Andrew. Fuck you, Ray. PC, you're cool. And fuck you (laughs) both, because you look like a goddamn blithering idiot. And it's not even that hard. I didn't need y'all to help me. That's I can do that said. on my goddamn self, on my goddamn self, OK? I didn't need the help. Didn't need the push. I thought I was saying something real pithy. you know do it like sex, baby. That's
5: funny. <laughs> I, that's hilarious. Oh my God.
3: Oh, I'm glad everybody got laughing. Mike Spin. <laughs> I thought I'd say something real profound and shit. And uh, actually, he lives in America. Oh well, actually, uh, he got into wrestling because of WWE.
4: <sighs> that's what happens when you say too many words. You're bound to fuck up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Me specifically, or in general? In general. No, oh, I no, thought the answer no. was yes.
4: No, well, yeah, basically. no, nobody's free of the curse, but you know, it just caught you there. That's all
3: it it happened, it happened, but yeah, I yeah, you know, we we talked about it on these airways. We didn't necessarily think that he was leaving New Japan. We did think it was a work. And good on New Japan, yeah. man, because if there's a promotion out there that needs as much buzz as they can possibly get, it's New Japan. I feel like they probably suffered more than anybody during this COVID thing because they actually had to shut shit down for a while. So they've got to do things to try to get their name back out there and generate some buzz for them.
5: No, I completely agree. And not only, not only shout out to New Japan, but, but shout out to Jay for having the word of thaw to become the the talk of the wrestling business while he sat at home and did not a damn thing. I ain't mad at that.
3: So, before. Bro, two weeks ago, I did not see it with jay i thought he was a really good wrestler i think i enjoy his wrestling more than andrew does but i didn't think he had character i thought he was as plain as white bread pun intended and when he made that heel turn he showed a side of him that i had no idea that he even had so shout out to this guy the, to the fact that people were actually speculating whether or not he was going to go into the e all praises due to him and his character development in the past few years
2: before we move before we move on, let's 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 hit another topic here in New Japan. Andrew, you brought something up big today. There's a championship match announcement over in New Japan. It's kind of what everybody's looking forward to coming up here. Go ahead.
4: Well, we had a championship match that just happened a couple of days ago. That was a huge match and it was also with one of the people that uh, I brought up after your Edge declaration thing because it it involved Tanahashi. Hiroshi Tanahashi is has become the fourth man to achieve the New Japan Grand Slam after he defeated Shingo Takagi for the the Never Openweight Championship in the longest Never Openweight Championship match in the history of the belt. And it was just a fucking gorgeous banger of a man event. And that was coming off of uh, Shitochi Kojima versus Will Ospreay in a no DQ match. That was really good. And uh, Hiroyoshi Tenzen lost the match against Great o'connor so now he can no longer use the Mongolian chop, which he kind of made well, I can't made, can't say made popular, but it was a signature move and it kind of it's something a lot of us remember him for when he was part of NWO and in WCW with the you know, the wonderful bull mask and just the, the way he'd bring the, the chops down. So that's big. Then we've got the rest of the the new beginning tour will be kinda of wrapping up next week but you know we've got the Sonata versus Ibushi match we've got Gorilla's Destiny versus the Dangerous Techers for the tag and we we've and then um Hiromu versus Show for the junior
2: isn't there a big uh, um six man championship match coming up
4: is that ever
2: big oh so okay you, That's shit, what you, she you said. shit so you shit on that title like you shit on like the
5: WWE hey so I should never bring that up again. To be, to be fair, the six-man titles are lower on the total pole than the fucking twenty-four-seven belt. They're, They're nothing.
4: Forgotten about. If it wasn't for the fact that Yoshihashi was elevated, uh, Yoshihashi had to get elevated to the floor just <laughs> to get the six-man titles. <laughs> that's how bad he was, and how bad those titles are. So, right. yeah, yeah. I I don't talk about that because that's not really anything worth talking about. That. But did you want to bring it up?
2: No, I was just, you know, trying to be nice. (laughs) It's fine. Do whatever you got to do, man. No big deal.
4: I I thought we were talking about matches people wanted to
2: see because I thought that's what you said. No, 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 no. No, I reached, I reached down, and you, you pulled me like you pushed me, my face right into the mud. So that's fine.
3: You see how they doing us today, sonny? You see what's happening here? Oh, I'm okay. I like that now you you
4: two are just together. Usually you're fighting each other. And now you're like, No man, this is a brotherhood. We gotta hold well, each other up. It's
2: I think that, because I'm here. I think, that, I think the I think the, I think the New Japan crowd stuck with the New Japan crowd and the WWE guys <laughs> kinda stuck with WWE guys. That's kinda what happened there. <laughs>
4: Yeah, usually it's a weird triple threat. Now it's an odd tag team match. It this is. is, it is
2: very so much so a very much a war. Very much a war.
3: <laughs> no, because number one, it is pot is war. But you, melon farmers, went out of your way to make us both look like fucking idiot assholes. No,
2: no, 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 no. They made you look that way. I was, he just wasn't interested in what I was talking about. <laughs>
5: Fuck you too, Jack. It's the four
2: quarters now. Let's get it. All that's all fine, work. man. It's all good. It's all good. some amnesty from the other side. Be like, no, no, no. He's the one we need to pile on. It's all good, Play man. It's all good. We're playing Risk, and I got Australia, so I'll be coming up from where nobody can else come from. You know that's the best place well, to you're start. You're building up on all the
4: purples. It's yep. fucking
2: fantastic. Got you, all, got you all your purple asses. <laughs> you get
3: two extra men per turn, and you're still fucked. <laughs> the fuck you calling us purple for? You the motherfucker that, that turned red when it's cold out. RISK,
4: outside. motherfucker, have you ever played it?
2: It's strictly in the sense of the color of the pieces on the board of RISK, Mr. Platt. Yes. Bruh,
4: have you I never have... had control of Australasia? I don't even know what the fuck you just said. You never played RISK <laughs> before? Yeah, don't, you don't
5: know about Pangea? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Ray you've... Don't know
3: about
2: Ray, you've played RISK before, right?
5: Yeah, but a long, long time ago.
2: But well, play, bro. you never yeah. played Risk.
3: That's what I'm saying. It has to be at least. If I have, it has to be at least All thirty right. years as I All played right. Risk, man. No, I don't remember no. what happened thirty minutes ago, let alone thirty <laughs> years. Oh, man, what are you doing? What are All you right, talking about? Well, you are bring up categories. No, well, oh, let's, let's talk. Uh, you. Uh, sorry, let's bring up some sorry. motherfucking shit. I can. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Bring up obscure board games. Listen, too, you know. Listen,
2: I'm sorry we can't talk more about categories because I usually dominate the family reunions at that, but. Let's not do anything else, and let's get into some other things right after this. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net.
3: And then you cut us out to throw to a promo of yourself, your egotistical, maniacal ego. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'm sorry. Game. Did you want to finish?
2: Did you want to finish? <laughs> Did you want to finish? Did you want to finish that or no? You're good? Yeah, shit.
5: All right, I, think, good. I think that's checkmate. Will you just put your king
4: down, Chris? Because you're just not winning this that's game today. Pretty, it's
5: pretty done, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I ain't gonna stop, even though I know it's a losing battle. This must be how custard <laughs> felt, right? <laughs> no, no,
5: no. It's it's what the it's what historically the Browns and the Cavs feel like.
4: Wow! We're,
5: oh. we're, wow! We're, how many titles do the Phoenix Suns have again? Remind me. I mean, shit. Recently, we've been a, well. No, I should know. y'all been good. Um, none, but you. You notice yeah. how he goes to the Phoenix Suns, but he doesn't go to the Baltimore Ravens. Who, yeah. by the way, yeah. hey, didn't y'all stole- used to be the didn't we used to be the Browns?
3: Oh, exactly, damn. you oh. stole my team in order to win some titles. So you you celebrate your titles with my sloppy seconds. It's fine. It's hey. Good. Hey. the right. shot. Oh, Always use your
2: head. We already did this on Monday, guys. It's it's Wednesday, so. <laughs> Let's talk about. Let's talk about. The fight has lasted until yeah, Wednesday. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk. about Lars Sullivan for a very brief amount of time, which is exactly the, the amount like of time what he the fuck? was it's a fucking
4: fantastic well, story.
2: as as <laughs> as long, which is the amount of time he was in the WWE. Here's my take on it. After everything broke on him and we found out all the bad things we found out, I feel like WWE took the appropriate amount of time. Gave him just amount of push and time on TV, took him off, took another amount of appropriate amount of time that they could get rid of him without being directly related. Getting rid of him for that. Does anybody else follow what I'm saying there?
3: So PC Tunney did his damnedest at the beginning of this episode to get us to stop talking about pornography, and then with a straight <laughs> face wants to bring up Lara Sullivan. <laughs> As if we could ignore the pink elephant in the room. And I, I chose pink for a reason, not that there's anything wrong with that, but Indeed. I, I think everybody's picking up what I'm putting down here.
4: Because well, a white elephant is a whole different kind of party. <laughs> yeah, so,
5: I know you get your jokes out, but I actually have a serious take to take on this, so I, I don't want to bury
2: you mean, the fun. You mean in relation to the way I set up the topic, according to wrestling? <laughs>
3: Again, there, there's a, mean, I, I, man, there's a thin line between wrestling and pornography. They're damn near the same thing. Come on now, come on. Well, um, we don't believe so- you. You need more people. <laughs> um, uh,
5: there is. Can can I say another news? Well, shit, we talked to Five Fightful reached out to Laura Ooh. Sullivan and actually, and yeah, there you go, and actually interviewed the dude since after he uh, got fired. And um. This is on their Fightful Select, so I'm reading this. I apologize, but it's pertinent to the, what I want to say. Um, he said that he was done with wrestling after battling crippling anxiety issues to the point where he was struggling to eat during TV days. Um, he wasn't sleeping well. He lost his dad last year, which kind of really messed him up. Most importantly, he said he called himself his worst enemy, and he owned up to multiple issues that prevented him from gaining traction what he called his dream job. Um, He also said he's likely done with wrestling and he took responsibility for the issues that led to that saying some actions were uh, idiotic or idiocy and and his own selfish behavior. So if I may, just for a second, I want to say, you know, Lars has been the only reason he's been in the news for any reason wrestling wise is for some bullshit. But the shit he said about black people, the shit he said about gay people, then being in the gay porn and all of the things that he's done, right? I want to say, while I won't ever miss him in a wrestling perspective, the most important thing in life is growth. And it really seems like, even though he's had to take a whole bunch of shitty-ass things and been through a lot of shitty things, with this knee injury that shouldn't have been 18 months, but cost him 18 months of his career, with losing his father, with um, having to deal with some fuck shit he did as a child, come out right before he's about to debut in front of millions of people. With everything he's had to deal with, it seems like maybe he's had some therapy or something, but it seems like he's becoming self-actualized and realizing that I was the catalyst of my own issues. It's time for me to accept that and move on. And so while, again, I don't ever give a fuck about seeing this man wrestle ever again, and I think he's done with that, I want to give a man some big ups and shout-out to him for growing and acknowledging he was... Catalyst, he was the demise of his own. He was, a, he led to his own demise. So, like, we can make all the jokes and all that, but ultimately, at the end of the day, this resident shit don't mean nothing. At the end of the day, it's all about life. And so, hopefully, he can thrive in life now, now that he's done with this, which clearly wasn't for him.
3: Yeah, we know he was into some shitty ass things. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and right on cue. <laughs> no,
3: but no, that uh, was clever.
5: Uh, no, that was clever. That was very clever. Yeah, I give
3: yeah. you. Yeah, no. but but what you said though, man, that was very well said, man. And yeah, everybody should have the opportunity to grow and have a second act. Like I'm, I'm not dis- disputing any of that. That's fair. If he has found some solace and found some peace, and he is able to grow from his mistakes, you know that that's one of the problems I have with cancel culture is that there's no road to redemption. I think everybody deserves a second act. So that's well said. Fuck him. But that's well said, and if he really has grown from this, cool. You know what I mean? And I, I wish him nothing but the best, man. I don't wish ill on anybody, and this guy clearly isn't an enemy. I don't. He's an afterthought in my mind. Um, as far as him in ring, I feel like our commander-in-chief, Greg DeMarco, he was much higher on him than I ever was at any particular point in time. I thought that his ceiling, and when I say his ceiling, i.e. the highest that he could ever achieve in this industry – was being the b-side of an off-brand pay-per-view so that's
5: pretty yeah. big though chris all things considered some people can't even get a pay-per-view
3: all right touche touche and i mean that clearly what? what did you just play- say oh god damn what did you just now- say ray oh, shit. shut
2: up plant what did you oh, just,
3: just say ray shit no no his, i want no head. i want you
2: to just say what you just why, said
3: why 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 just no, no, no! Some just people stop. don't even get a pay per view.
2: Oh my god, every motherfucker in the world gets on every motherfucking pay per view. That's why they're so fucking dull. Sorry, not against you. Akira Nothing Tozawa? against you. No, no, I'm talking about WWE. It's a fucking joke. Akira Tozawa, dude. Yeah, Drew Gulak. I said everybody.
5: And I'm saying like literally. I, I, I said everybody. Saying, I said everybody. Yes, sir.
2: No, no, no. Do, do you okay. do, do you see what I'm saying? I don't, but okay, no, but that's not everybody, I mean everybody
5: uh, well I get what you're saying, yeah, okay,
3: thanks. appreciate it and, I get no, and, I, get, I
5: actually get it now, and, and yeah,
3: I uh, wish you. See, you see how they do they and they said I was the problem, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> the always use your head. let's move
2: on to topic five, let's just move on to topic five. why, what else you got to add to that? Tell me.
3: I wasn't gonna say anything, but
4: Andrew didn't say anything. I thought that's maybe that's fine. Was I don't need to say anything. You
5: all said it fine. Do
2: you David think Andrew, Andrew gives a fuck about Lars Sullivan? He barely cares about the <laughs> WWE. Hey,
5: Talk, Lars might guys. show up at Lars might show up at fucking Pro Wrestling Noah or some shit, bro. We know. So, oh, come
4: on! If they ain't gonna bring Cody Hall back, and Dylan James is off being a fucking idiot himself somewhere else with fucking bodyguards new promotion, no one's gonna fucking bring in fucking freak accident. He is a fucking freak accident. Fuck him. Glad he's growing up, but fuck him anyway.
2: Speaking of Cody's, Cody Rhodes, Shaquille O'Neal, gentlemen, thoughts here? We're finally talking AEW.
3: Ugh. You don't we have, have a lead in for us. That was it. Oh. Yeah, you're really good at your job, my guy.
0: <laughs> it's an AEW
4: topic, so he put AEW level of effort into it. Oh.
3: So okay, so what from what I understand and <laughs> I you know, to be fair, the past couple of months I haven't been the most avid AEW watcher. But am I to believe or yeah to believe that Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq challenge Cody Rhodes to a match. Is that what happened? Can somebody, yes or no? Uh, Yes, that's what happened. Thank (laughs) you. I was about to say, don't pontificate on it because I'm going somewhere. But thank you. Okay, so that's what happened. I mean, uh, uh, (laughs) okay, let me say this. Let me say this. Okay, I'm going to say something good. Shout out to Jay Cargill. Anytime she is on my screen, that is must see Television. I absolutely, positively, unequivocally love me some Jay Cargill. Obviously, she's a beautiful woman, but the reason that I love her and she's must see appointment viewing in my household is because anything that she's going to be involved in, it is going to be an absolute train wreck. It is going to be the best thing on television that week because it's going to go completely totally off the rails and it's going to be on the it's so bad it's good side of the game it's going to be absolutely glorious television and I love when Jay Cargill is on my television screen
4: yeah I can't argue with that I wasn't sure where you were going because you know whenever Jay Cargill gets on my screen I go from 6 to 12 as well but then when she starts talking then that kind of brings the you know everything down but you're right it It, is It's great. I pop so hard, man. It's like I'm a kid again, and I'm watching
3: Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania six. Like this is how excited I get when
4: Ultimate Warrior gave a better promo because at least it. Yeah. (laughs) Who is Jay Cargill? Man, she's
3: terrible.
4: Exactly. That's which not you know, entertaining. It's just, yes, it is. It's, cringy. it's like watching Jersey Shore level of entertainment. Yes, And it's
3: wonderful. It's junk food television. Right it's now, like you can only TL.
2: You yeah, can only but TL at, at right least now.
4: Ultimate Warrior wasn't junk food. He was on Coke. No G. There's a difference.
2: <laughs> just TL. No G. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey man, ah, uh, the '80s. We, we <laughs> all have our favorite drugs, man. It, it's whatever, man. Whatever floats your boat, you know. I'm more prohibition and gateway, but whatever floats your boat, man. Wherever you get your jollies, I, I, you know. I don't even know if y'all, if people picked up on what I just said there, but whatever floats your jollies, man, get your jollies off. I play. mean, I did. jay Card. I hope
4: our listeners are smart enough to pick up that one. Because you weren't talking gateway computers. You
5: you you know what I love about this entire conversation? Why? That nobody's talking about bullshit-ass Cody versus Shaq.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was getting there, man. I just had to
5: accept that. Nobody
4: wants to get there, though. <laughs> okay. Shaq yes. is like 10 years too old to even be taken seriously. He you... can't even win a okay. verbal joust with Charles Barkley. Come on. <laughs>
5: you know what kills me about the Shaq thing? You know he supposedly he's the fucking reason why they never did him versus Big Show because he pulled out every fucking year. But now you want to do now you want to do the because, job for fucking Cody Rhodes. Yeah, because th-
3: th- he- to be fair, to be fair, like obviously he didn't want to get his ass in shape to go wrestle the Big Show, which actually would have been an attraction. Like that's a much sexier mm-hmm. matchup. Thing. But he works for Turner, and I'm sure they gave him the proper incentives. I'm emphasis I'm- on the sense. I'm glad, you said, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said
5: that. I'm glad you said that. He happy. works for Turner, and that makes all the sense in the world. So then, why is his big shack thing he's doing for Super Bowl? Why has he got all the WWE stars on it?
4: Because they're actually stars.
5: I understand that. <laughs> Which again, <laughs> we completely agree. So what I'm saying is, y- your money ain't making sense, homie. Sure it does.
2: Sure it does. Turner and AEW do not mind Shaq staying relevant with people more famous than what they have but at the same time they have the leverage in hand to convince Shaq to do what they want him to do I firmly believe that Chris is right in the fact that he didn't want to get in the shape that I think WWE wanted him to get into in order to be at a Wrestlemania I firmly believe that they said hey how you looking how you feeling right now okay get to this number here's what here's our number, because there's no way he's going to make more doing a cameo in AEW than he would for WWE. It's not even close.
5: And it's not even a pay-per-view match. It's supposed to be on, like, Dynamite.
3: Yeah, it, it, but, I mean, yeah. keeping it all in the family. Keeping it all in the family. He works for Turner again. They gave him the proper incentive with, sent with a C. I mean, the bar's yeah, set pretty close low. Close. Did you
2: see that fucking frog splash off the top rope from Snoop Dogg?
4: Yeah the fact yep. that Bad Bunny actually did his crossbody Better than whatever Snoop Dogg tried to do Says something
5: With, with a higher degree of difficulty With but
4: a higher degree also of
5: difficulty years years.
4: But he's also stoned out his mind You know that didn't hurt <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> That's why he couldn't get his balance that's they, why he
3: couldn't
2: get his balance they, on the rope. Well, the the real problem is, is. If we really want to get into that, is you, you could give him something easier to do to make him look better than jumping off the fucking top rope.
4: They they should have honestly just uh, given him like the Hogan leg drop or something like that. It would have been what funny. What
2: if what if what if what if instead of mist he blew smoke at somebody?
4: I mean, maybe think got somebody high. And then they he's just walk around and give him the elbow, the and that's it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I mean, they, they they clearly drug test in AEW. We've all seen Jericho with his melted ice cream body. So, and Moxley
4: for that matter. Like this, my was gone. Think and and Royce and, could and, help Jericho at this point. He's got such a beer gut, and he's got such a fucking just bloated fucking booze body. <laughs> it would take a lot. A
5: W, ladies
3: and gentlemen yeah I, I yeah. want them to succeed so bad and I y- y'all know I know Ray knows I know Andrew knows Tony you don't give a shit about anything outside of WWE but I've been trying to give them the benefit of the doubt for the longest because I've gotten in this past with both you Andrew and both you Ray in regards to AW I've been trying to give these Bella Farmers the benefit of the doubt for so long, and I really, 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 really want them to succeed, what? Yeah,
4: they're but they're fucking
3: this shit up.
4: Don't know. They're, dude, but dude, I, shit I up. so
5: it's, all that shit buddy. used to call me it's, a, it's, a hater it's, back it's, in the day.
4: Sit in the other, and see which one fills up first. Which one fills up first, buddy? <laughs> the By the way, he,
5: he you he has on AEW as we speak. I see it in your background.
4: Oh, I, I, I saw the horse for Hangman Page's fucking entrance, yeah. Yeah, I
5: saw that too, yeah.
4: Yeah, Br- Britt
3: Baker was a uh, wrestling friend of the show, Thunder Rosa.
4: I know, I was, ta- I know was talking Rosa? about horses. I didn't mean horse face. I'm sorry, I meant the horse. Hey, you, you
3: watch there. your goddamn
4: mouth. <laughs> uh, she's a dentist. She can fix it. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> she's just not a plastic surgeon.
2: <laughs> horse face Brit, baby. <laughs>
4: Y'all tripping, man. Y'all tripping.
5: That's all What a, all what a deal, night man. to come on. My God. This is every
2: night.
4: <laughs> if it, Adam Cole stands on Britt Baker's nose, then he's 6'4". It's fantastic.
2: That's how he gets the fucking heat for being the fucking champ. Pop, that's <laughs> the end of the show. Wrap it up, plant.
4: <laughs>
3: God damn you. I don't give a shit. Well, y'all know what it is. I don't give a shit what y'all say. Y'all know what it is. Ray, thanks for coming on, brother. We really do appreciate it. We always have a ball when you come on. And every time you come on, we get what I affectionately dubbed the Ray Cash bump. In other words, we get a bump in views. So, yes.
4: That's one, true. We but, just have to make sure we put with Ray Cash on this one like we did the last one, and we'll get pretty good views. <laughs> well, thank you. I am
5: honored that that's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Thank you.
2: There's oh, no way you're oh, using yeah, the thanks. title this time. Not a chance in hell. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's okay I'll retweet it And just say I was on this And there we go And make sure to
2: tag Jay White With your take The name of this podcast <laughs> Will be called Pot is War Without Ray
5: Cash <laughs> There's a contingent of people That'll love that too Trust me Damn it I'm fucked Jordan either Trump's way
4: you want listen to your stuff? Wow! <laughs> What'd you say? I said Jordan Fox doesn't listen for your stuff.
5: <laughs> By the way, uh, if you listen to Chairshot Radio, the uh, Head Trauma, we got a good Jordan Fox joke in there too. So uh, yeah, Jordan well, Fox, they oh they come they come hot and heavy, bro.
3: I never. The shade is real. Yeah, the shade is real. I understand why the shade is real, but, you know,
4: I I I gotta pick up
3: my umbrella for
5: the shade. We were all there
4: for that fucking meltdown and we're like, what the fuck? Holy shit, what the (laughs) fuck was that?
5: I got no beef with dude, but fuck him. I got no beef with him. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, live your life, bro, but, like, these jokes gonna come. You set yourself up for that. (laughs) Like,
3: everybody's thought. 'Cause he, he came in the in the chat like, Oh yeah, man, I had to fire my coals, this and that. Like he was on you know, like he put his dick out on the table and then all of a sudden you listen to the show and Well, what did he really say that was that wrong? What hey, a, bro, know, a, himself on that. he put his dick on the table and then somebody
5: choppy choppied it off. <laughs> Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, all if right, I'm, if I may do my best, Chris Platt impersonation ladies and gentlemen and those all in between please the first rule of being in the public sphere is know your fucking audience
2: alright on that note nobody cares about what the fuck we're talking about except for us right now so Platt <laughs> we'll wrap up wrap up the show
3: alright alright Mr. Cash again man thanks for coming on we really do appreciate it it's always a ball you have an open invitation you are part of the extended well, not even the extended family, man. Shit, we family. As much as we fight and argue and fuss and bicker with each other, we family. So, why don't you let the good folks know where they can find you?
5: Uh, you can find me at J White and Z, and my burner account is at It's Ray Cash R E Y as in Mysterio, T A S H as in Dollars. And if I may, uh, yeah, how let Outsiders Edge C S uh, every Friday on the on the Just Shot Radio Network and Head Trauma uh, the uh, PC Tunney's favorite term. The midweek mainstay of ChairShot Radio. That one's good. Every Thursday morning. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah. Yeah. That one's good. <laughs> oh, can I say the other one? Can I say the other one? No.
4: No, no. He likes mainstay. It's not,
2: it's not true. <laughs> yeah. The other one would be, be hey
4: don't 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 be hating.
2: But I, that's fine. It's just I don't I just wanna I just want to spread falsities. <laughs>
3: And you can also find the former Laura Sullivan from the WWE in his latest feature film, coincidentally enough, also named Head Trauma. So look out for that <laughs> on the interwebs <laughs> sooner oh, rather bro. than later. So does oh. Rue. Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh. Miss, Mr. Belaz, bro, might we wish you good fortunes? I don't believe in luck, so I'm going to wish you good fortunes this Sunday as your Tampa Bay Buccaneers go up against the the... I don't want to say bohemian because that's not the right word, but it says defending champs, the defending champions. Okay, fair enough. The defending champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. And you know, while you take your victory lap, let the good folks know where they can find you as well.
4: I mean, I hope it's a victory lap. That that's the one flagship I think Tony can get behind because I just want to see those those cannons fire off every time they score. Oh fuck you, Tony! Come on, you gotta love the story. <laughs> well, you,
3: you 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 low key just bears yourself because the NFL actually came out today breaking. Oh, I know that
4: they can't do it, but I just I want somebody to do it anyway. Fuck why, it. Don't it? Why, do? Don't you,
3: why don't you light a cannon? Why don't you light a in your in your front yard? You own. Fuck it. You, you, let off a cannon.
4: You
5: realize where I live? That's not good. That's no, even that's,
3: better. I, that's even I know better you live in jersey that's like tuesday in your world who gives a fuck
4: what places do you know that fire off cannons what <laughs> no, revolutionary poor no, no, no. no. ass town do you know do you live in gettysburg like wait, Jersey no, wait, wait. The ber- that bird the,
5: the better qu- <laughs> the better question is if there was a place to fire a cannon in the middle of the day where would it be in jersey is top three
4: yeah. I don't know. I, I would think. think like Montana where there's like more fucking cows than there are people. So you'll just fucking have like hamburgers for days. That's all that one works out for. But fine. No, it, anyway. It, it,
3: no, it's Texas, Florida, and Jersey. Those are the top three.
4: Oh no, in Texas they shoot back. No, thank you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Twitter, IWC Chief, without cannons and without firing in Texas, not going to happen. And then uh, F, fucking on-the-chair shot, covering New Japan, Impact, even occasionally like a WWE or an AEW, just never ROH, because fuck ROH. Wow.
3: Jay Lethal, shout out to you, sir. Uh, Mr. Commissioner, other than here, there, and everywhere, who else can they find you? Uh, You'd be on the chair shop more than DeMarco, and, you know, this is baby. Well, it was Royal Rumble week. We had to kind of,
2: you know, put out a lot of content, make sure we're going strong here, road to WrestleMania. Follow me at PC Tony. Please continue to listen to everything on the Chair shop Radio Network. I think we're really privileged to be a part of it with all the great people and podcasts we have going on. Um, it's just a great group, and thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Our listenership was up a ton in January. So, that's thanks to everybody that's clicking on ChairShot Radio Network, going to the com, and just taking the time to let your earballs get infested with our infectious entertainment.
3: And Greg, we we all love you. Get better and we're all sending you positive vibes. I just had to throw that out there. You all can find me on Twitter at the real C Platt. I'm going to be drunk tweeting this Super Bowl from where? TBA or TBD, right? more importantly again i say it week in and week out show in and show out if you appreciate the content that we do provide here at thechairshotradio.com and i know you do because you're out there you're listening you're reading you're clicking we see it we know you're there the best way to make sure that we keep providing that content is by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the shot and picking up an official Chair shot t-shirt. We literally have something for everybody. If you hate Dave Meltzer, a.k.a. he missed his cue, but who? Hashtag hmm. journalism. Hell, if you love Jesus, guess what? Jesus did the job. Who? We got that shirt for you as well. Jesus.
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, i never heard of him hey Christ it, hey, Jesus. oh Jesus. Christ job. okay
3: Christ. Christ either way yes it goes both ways Christ. like Lars Sullivan yes. um, if you enjoy the revival if you enjoy <laughs> the new day save tag team wrestling I love tag team wrestling myself personally so not that there's anything wrong with that Lars by the way just throwing that out there oh, I thought you were gonna say uh, tag I'm team all wrestling
4: about it is or going both ways where are we going with that reference buddy
3: <laughs> yeah so <laughs> go, go to prorustantees.com forward slash D Chair Shot. Type in the promo code thank you because we thank you all for listening and we want to show you our appreciation. You'll get 20% off all of your orders at prorustantees.com forward slash D Chair Shot. Thank our special guest, Mr. Ray Cash, for coming in this week. For Ooh. Andrew Blaz. For the commissioner, PC Tunney, I'm Mr. Velvet Pikes, Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you back here next week. Same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then, shalom. Hit it, Curly.